All right, folks, welcome. Today is Thursday. It is April 5th. It is the day the Lord has made. This is our weekly Bay Area Transform Our World NorCal um, intercessory prayer call where we pray for miracles and transformation. And, folks, it's happening. We're meeting together. We were meeting together to pray because the Lord told us it was his time for the Bay Area, and we were praying for him to show up. Now we're praying because he's already shown up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have an amazing report today about um, a historic resurrection weekend in the Bay Area, and um, we are going to pray and just touch heaven and uh, see his kingdom of God come, and we're super excited. We're going to pray for uh, relationships to be restored, marriages to be healed, families to be reunited, the lost found, the sick healed, those who are poor to receive good news, that they got a job, find their position, to find their destiny, uh, to be blessed, to prosper. And, oh, man, for the whole area to change. Albert, sound the shofar and say the opening Hallelujah. prayer and let all this faith and excitement just just put it into that shofar sound and into that uh, prayer. Hallelujah. Up, Albert. <laughs> Hallelujah. We welcome you, King of glory, into the San Francisco Bay Area. We thank you, Father God, for your goodness, your mercy, and your loving kindness towards us. Heavenly Father, this is the sixth hour of prayer. This is the hour of vision. So we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your anointed vision as we pray, as we seek your face, as we hear from heaven and declare what the Father is saying, and as we see what you are doing here in the San Francisco Bay Area. We thank you, Father God, for every intercessor whom you've called and chosen for such a time as this. We give you praise. We give you honor and glory. Welcome, 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 King of glory. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, folks. It was a historic, uh, good Good Friday and resurrection uh, weekend. Albert, add anything to this because you were there. Um, <laughs> but um, let me give you the report. We went to Oakland, yes. and uh, for me, it was like just God showing up. I mean, I'm trying. I I, I was in San Francisco before uh, in the morning, and I'm catching the subway over, and I meet some guy in the subway as I'm asking directions and all that, and then. Then I tell him, you know, it's a very good Friday. And he says, yeah, it is. And I said, you know why it's good Friday? And he all lights up. And then I tell him where I'm going. And I said, organized by Bishop Bob Jackson. He really lights up and says, that's my bishop. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. man, when you have random encounters, I tell you, the Bay Area is so ready. We went over and, um, oh, man, it was Every ecumenical group from the city, every Christian ecumenical group was represented there on the steps yes. of the city hall on the platform. And now Bishop told me the backstory that they were all kind of skeptical and showing up, but, you know, not really sure. It's just called Bishop doing it. <laughs> but after the event, they anonymously said, we can't wait till we do this next year. We're really going to get our people here. Wow. Some of them had their, their own events. It was the mayor of Oakland. She's, she's, you know, they, they met with her prior, and she's not going to, you know, she wasn't going to come out. But she went and hit up in her third-story uh, office, but her window overlooked the plaza. And then when the people started to show up, how many people were there? I don't know, 700? <laughs> it was filled. 
That was really cool. Hey, man. She changed her mind and came back down and said, uh, I want to be on the platform. And then as soon as she started sharing, she remembered that she was a Catholic. <laughs> yeah. She comes over to the Catholic priest and says, he married me. Oh, man, I tell you, it was beautiful. Wow. A wide, great. A wide breadth of uh, people that were there from all wow. different backgrounds. And, um, um, uh, you know, there were some who were, you know, pretty, well, let's see, Ed described them as Trump haters. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's the best description, but, yeah, there was a lot of pain that came out. And um, I was just watching the bishop and how brilliant he was and how he handled it. I mean, if you get a wide variety of of Christians up there, you're going to get a wide variety of viewpoints. Um, but, man, he put, you know, they set the tone from the beginning. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of anger expressed kind of in the middle. Um, but then you know, the presence of God was there. And then the, those who closed it just shared so clearly the, you know, it was like we walked through the, the, the pain and the resurrection and the presence of the Lord just came so powerfully. I mean, the last speakers that he had up pray, um, you know, and then uh, a city, uh, Lynette, one of the city council members, Lynette, uh, she was up at the end just sharing her perspective. Man, it was so moving. You could just see the Spirit of the Lord upon her. Then when Bishop got up at the end, he didn't even put himself on the platform, but just to affirm his leadership, everyone was talking about him, and they had him come up and share right at the end. And he just led everybody He led everybody to the Lord in the sinner's prayer. It was It was powerful. And then afterwards, was it amazing, Albert, or what? I, I yeah, went around, uh, council, introduced myself to the councilwoman and asked her if we could interview her. She came around, so I got her back, you know, backstage where we had the camera people, and she runs into Bishop and starts praying for him. <laughs> I was like, movie. So I asked them if we could, if they'd do that again when, while we're filming them. So they said this prayer on camera uh, for Oakland. Oh, man. Then uh, I was just talking to her, and I said, you know, you're an intercessor. She lights up like the Holy Spirit touched her. She goes, oh, what's that? And I mean, this woman knew about prayer, so I said, you know, an intercessor. What that means is you have access to the courtrooms of heaven to override the silliness that we do on earth. <laughs> and I said, we have got a network of intercessors and we, wow, a network. I said, all across the Bay Area, I told her about Mother Nancy. <laughs> and I said, we're going to be lifting you up in prayer. Then I'll, then we, you know, she I said, can we pray for you right now? And um, after she gave this moving interview, we laid hands on her and prayed for her. Um it was powerful, wasn't it? Powerful, yeah. Albert. Yes, I mean she was a she was a puddle of tears afterwards. One of the things that one of the things that I love when the Holy Spirit moves, and uh, as Pastor Ted was mentioning about the uh, different pain that was felt coming from the different African American uh, leaders and so forth, pastors and so forth, is as intercessors, the Holy Spirit teaches us to pray. And so when, when we hear the hurt, we know how to pray for the healing. When we hear the pain, we know how to apply the, the salve of the balm of Gilead and where to apply it. And because these were leaders in the community, the Lord has given us wonderful insight to prayer for healing in our community, and it was, it was an awesome thing to behold. Um, I mean, people dancing and singing and um, reciting the, uh, the prayer of repentance. <laughs> it was incredible. It was truly incredible. It was incredible, and the, the spirit that was there, I mean, no resistance at all. 
None. It was powerful. It was just None. so moving, so beautiful to see how it was all handled. Um, and the gospel so clearly presented Jesus risen from the dead. Um, yes. So, Nancy, uh, you know. Yes, sir. You missed it. I was trying to get Elaine to come on. Somebody was trying to, uh, but I couldn't reach her, but I told her to come on because she's the one who called me and told me that the presence of God was there so strongly and uh, some of what was going on there. So this, folks, this is historic. Um, this has never happened in the city of Oakland, and um, I have no doubt. I mean, John, you know, Bishop was telling us that pretty much, hey, John Bakke, welcome. John Bakke uh, um, works at LinkedIn and just texted me and asking for prayer, so I invited him on this call. And, uh, John, we are going to pray for you. How long can you stay on really quick? Uh, like 15 minutes or so. Probably. Okay, okay. Well, we're about to pray for, for Oakland, and then, then we'll get right to you because I know your time is limited. All right. But, folks, um, back to Oakland. It was historic, um, you know, uh, and, and all of the leaders are coming back. They'll actually promote it. I mean, Bishop did all the heavy work <laughs> this time. And, um, and um, excuse me, can you guys please leave this um, and, uh, uh, but, but there, I have no doubt the whole plaza will just be packed next year, but between now and then we are going to see resurrection. Good Friday happen every Friday. In fact, that's what the mayor told us. Oh, <laughs> so, he said, I wish every Friday was good Friday. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so we're like, all right, well, we can make that happen. And in fact, that's what we're going to make happen. So Nancy, I want you to pray for Oakland. And um, I want you to pray by name for Lynette Gibson Mick O'Haney, who is this uh, councilwoman. Um, she's, you know, she. Gibson. And um, yeah, Lynette Gibson. Uh, if you Google her, you can see her. She is. You know, I was telling her about you. She's part of our oh. network. I'll, I mean, she. She's. We've adopted her. So. Uh, Nancy, let the city of Oakland have it. Father God, we just want to thank you. We knew. We already knew because you have been working in our spirits to let us know that you loved Oakland. And we don't yet know what a remarkable blessing you have in store for Oakland even now. Thank you right now for Bishop Bob. Thank you for his continued prayer for Oakland. Lord, I'm asking you to bring up Pastor Smith too because uh, Bishop Bob and Pastor Smith were so long in praying for Oakland, they did not hide it. Bring out Pastor Smith's son, who now has Allen Temple. Thank you for Lynette Gibson. I bless her. I speak a, a special blessing over her and every other prayer warrior in this city to say this is the time, Lynette. This is the time you've been praying for so long. God has it rising like the sun coming up in the east. And we want to right now begin to lift up holy hands before him. Thank you for the young man who has come on right now asking for prayer. Lord, you know what he needs. You know he said he only had 15 minutes. But you can do miracles in 15 minutes. It's nothing for you. And, Lord God, meet his needs and then establish him in whatever it is you want him to do. Shock him. Surprise him. Make him know that you're God all the time. And even when he gets off the line and goes back, you don't get off. You don't leave. 
You'll never leave him nor forsake him. And I know that I know that I know that you will never leave nor forsake Oakland. You didn't put me in this area for nothing. And I thank you. I thank you for for Ted. I thank you for Albert. I thank you for Ben. I thank you for all of those (laughs) that were right here, even in South Carolina. That's not too far for you because I was still praying back here. I just didn't get to go into this group. And so, Father, I so thank you for all that you're doing. Oakland, be blessed. Hear the word of the Lord. Oh, we thank to the mayor. You're not alone in dealing with these um, political things that have come up against you. We have been praying for you, and we continue in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, and thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Folks, we'll get back. Maybe we'll pray some more for Oakland, but we got, oh, we got an exciting time. Okay, John, I want to give you, uh, you can share, you take one minute to share what's up. Then um, I also want to welcome Mary Serna Omegon from uh, Sacramento. We are going to pray for Sacramento and really push in. So, Mary, you'll be up after John. Um, And then um, uh, uh, I also want to pray for um, uh, what's going on in South County. And Ben, too, um, wants you to give us a short update. So be ready, and, and we're going to pray for for, for uh, the First Nations people and for families to be restored all across. All right, so, John, you're up. Yeah, uh, thanks, Ted. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm uh, sorry, I'm a little, little raw right now. Um, uh, I'm a software engineer at LinkedIn, and uh, probably, probably I'm going to start leading intercession soon for the, uh, for the Christian group at LinkedIn. Um, and I really feel I've been at LinkedIn for about two years. I really feel like God's just put me here. Um, and, uh, you know, and I have things that I'm required to do that are way beyond, I'll just be frank, they're beyond my skill level. And I feel like uh, God just put me here. And it's like what, um, you know, what I know Ed has said before, it's like if he wants to, you know, if God orders the pizza, he's got to deliver. So I've got, a lot of pressure right now and uh yeah i just uh just looking for prayer mm. all right Hallelujah. well i think john is, is sharing a lot more by what he's not sharing as well so um uh let's just let's just pray for him uh, John, um, we've been walking together for quite a while. He was from Chicago, um, uh, was connected with Father Dimitri. Then, um, you know, you've been to Argentina, I believe, with us, right? Or uh, no, San Francisco was... for the the it was the. I've never been to Argentina. No. I haven't been to Argentina, but he's been at, at our events, um, and uh, uh, then the Lord brought him out here in answer to our prayers, folks. So let's cover him. Uh, Patrice, uh, just uh, why don't you pray for him? Okay. John, pray for John at LinkedIn. Lord God, I just want to first lift you up, Lord, giving you praise and glory, Lord. Well, we know that there's nothing too big for you, oh God. Lord, Lord, we stand in the gap with John right now, oh God. Knowing, oh God, the pressure it is, oh God, to bring the kingdom, oh God, into the darkness, Lord. Lord, I pray that you fill his spirit, oh God, God, that he will lay his burden down at your feet, oh God, understanding, God, that there is nothing too big for God, there is nothing, oh God, that you would make too much for John to be able to take on, oh God, Lord, soften his heart, oh God, to hear you clearly, Lord, for all of your guidance, Lord, all of your direction, Lord, what your vision and what your plan is, oh God, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit, oh God, will touch every area. Every area in his mind, oh, God, that is thinking on the flesh level, oh, God, let him think 
spiritual business, oh God, or what it is you need and want him to do, God. We thank you, Lord, for his yes, Lord. We thank you, oh God, for being your vessel, oh God, under this pressure, Lord Jesus easy, oh God. You died on the cross, Lord, so that God, when we're walking with our pressures, Lord, we can look to you knowing that you have strengthened us, Lord, that you have given us love, oh God, that you equipped us, Lord, for this moment, Lord, for this position, oh God. So, God, I pray for peace all around, Lord. Give them a sound mind, oh God. Lord, let him follow your protocol, oh God. Let him follow your word, oh God. Let him lay his burden down at your feet, oh God. Lord, spread that grace and that mercy out to those around him, Lord, the enemy that's working against him. We rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus. Every yeah. thought, God, that doesn't align with your word, we rebuke it, we remove it, we reannounce you, and we tell you to go back wherever Jesus is sitting you. Right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, help him to stand boldly, oh God, and with confidence, oh God, knowing, oh God, that we'll fight against the, the principalities of this dark and evil world, but the kingdom of God rules, Lord, so let him be led by your spirit, oh God, and not his emotions, oh God. Let him cry out, oh Lord, let his worship, Lord, and his work, oh God, glorify you, oh God, in a level, Lord, in which he don't understand, Lord. Take him to a deeper place with you, Lord. Protect his family, oh God. Protect those around him, Lord. We pray for each and every individual in his workplace, oh God, who's applying extra pressure, Lord. Whatever is not of you, Lord, we stand up against it, and we reannounce you right now and tell you to submit to the kingdom of God, Lord, that he would be courageous in you, Lord, that he would have a supernatural strength, oh God, in everything he do, Lord. They want to know where it comes from, Lord. Let it draw people, oh God. Let it remove those, Lord, that are out of place, oh God, and put every person in their proper position where the kingdom of God can continue to flow and go forth, Lord. I pray a special blessing over him, oh God, for his yes, Lord. Lord, you have not seen that you have not allowed the righteous to be forsaken, oh God. So walk with him, oh God carry him, oh God, and let him know, Lord, that he has your people, Lord, your equity, oh God, your church, standing behind him, oh God, in prayer, oh God, knowing that thy will will be done in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Pastor Ted. Amen. Yeah. I have this this song for our dear brother John that the Lord gave me to as our dear sister. Patrice was praying. I want to sing this over you, John. Hallelujah. Blessed be the Lord, God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Blessed are you, Lord, God Almighty, you reign forevermore. Lord, you reign forevermore. And the Lord and the Holy Spirit declare shalom over you, John. Shalom, peace, peace. He has placed and positioned you in power and authority. You only have to show up in the anointing that is on your life. It is Christ in you, the hope of realizing the glory. He will go before you as you worship him. Send Judah first. Send your praise and your worship first because it will destroy and dispel the plans and the thoughts of the devil. And it will bring you into a place of dwelling. For he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. Hallelujah. Hey, hey John, the, I'm... And, uh, go ahead, Pastor. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Brother Albert. This, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, go, and, Greg. And the, yes. Hallelujah. So, so John, I'm just, uh, Brother Albert brought up the song. I'm just reminded of the song that fear is a liar. Yeah. Fear is a liar. And I encourage you to listen to that song. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Did you have, were you finished, Albert? Uh, um, um, our brother. Our brother, when he when he when he said that fear is a liar, John, you have a pen and a paper, or a pencil and paper, pen and paper with you. Uh, you seen? No, I'm walking you, around outside. <laughs> okay, you've seen that. You've seen the acronym fear, right? Yeah. False evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the enemy always wants to place in your mind an image of the worst manifesting. Mm-hmm. And because you are a son of God, because you are a child of God, you know very well that when he has done that and you walk into a situation, that it is never the lie that he showed you. It is never the lie. It is never as worse as he shows you. And so as you walk into situations and circumstances and you give them over to the Holy Spirit for his leading and his guiding. And as you pray for wisdom, daily wisdom, fresh wisdom, moment by moment, as you speak to him, his presence will engulf you. You are, you are a place and position in power. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, everyone agree with me. I just want to pray with John. I uh, pray for John right now. Excuse me, Pastor. Yes. Before yeah. they go too far, um, this is what I got for John. John, this is Debbie. Debbie. You carry the the presence of God. The power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and the authority of the Word of God. So when you walk and be confident that inside of you is the presence of the Lord, the power of the Holy Ghost, and the authority to speak those things because you have the Word of God inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Amen. And uh, uh, John, what I feel and what I want to pray is I just, you're not alone. You're not an orphan. And um, yeah, let's all agree. Lord, I just pray over John, Lord, and this is also for you, Mary. You're up next. John, I just declare that you are not an orphan, um, Mm. that you're here because God has brought you here, that he numbered you before the foundation of the world. Uh, he planned that you would come here. He knew that LinkedIn would be planted here on this land. And um, at the appointed time, he brought you in. And you're like Daniel uh, to LinkedIn. You are uh, a holy voice um, in a place that needs to be redeemed. So we just call that forth. And I feel that the Lord would say, um, you know, the, the assets that I've given you, um, yeah, technically this is beyond your skill level, but um, it's not beyond me. And what I've given you is going to empower you. And this is what LinkedIn needs. So, Father, I just, Lord, I just thank you for, for John. Lord, we cover him. Lord, let him feel your anointing and your strength. Lift this heavy burden off of him and let him feel in the core of his being, Lord, the calling that he's not alone, that you are sending him, that he is meek, that he is led by you, that he's connected with you, that he's reunited with you, that he is not an orphan, Lord, that he is a son, he is a sent one, and that Jesus is going to take these challenges and manifest his glory through that. This is a word for you. This is from 1 Corinthians 2, verse 2 through 5. For John, for John resolved to know nothing while he was at LinkedIn except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Mm. He came to them in weakness with great fear and trembling. His message and his preaching and his, demo, and his programming 
were not with wise and persuasive words, but dependent upon a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that LinkedIn's faith would not rest on human wisdom or human achievement, but on God's power. So uh, I just believe, John, the Lord is sending you there for the very reasons that make you feel that you're inadequate. And he says that's exactly what LinkedIn needs to see because what I'm calling them to is beyond their human assets, beyond their human... Oh, and mm-hmm. I just believe favor. I see favor that even as you're in this position beyond your your natural place, that you're going to have a link. You're going to have a direct line into the the direction, the leadership, the the of the company, um, and you're going to be served them the way Daniel served um, uh, the king Nebuchadnezzar, um, and uh, do it. <laughs> Amen. 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 I have a testimony for John. This is Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. Go go share it, Rhonda. So uh, one of the guys at our church, uh, who's an IT guy, and he's now working at Lockheed. This is his third job that he got recently that he was not qualified for the job. They required a degree. He didn't have a degree. Um, And he labored for a really long time without a job, but God had him in that job. And now he's gotten favor with uh, his boss, who has taken time out to teach him all these things that he didn't even know how to do in his job. So I really get that the Lord has put you there to increase you, and he will make every provision that you need to be able to do that job. So it doesn't matter that you're not qualified because you got that job. And God's going to make every provision that you need to be able to function in that job above beyond all that you can imagine. Amen. Be encouraged. Amen. All right. Well, God bless John, you, John. You're welcome to stay. Yeah, I was going to mention John okay, one more really thing. Quick, right? um, okay, so, John, the great thing about not being qualified for this is, and again, I've been going the same thing on my job, is it's in God's hands. So he has to be the one that provides for you. It's not you on increasing a bunch of extra effort. It's God's miraculous power. Mm-hmm. And so when we start submitting to God and surrendering to him that he's going to have to do the miracle, it honestly, it starts taking the burden right off of us. So I bless you with that. Amen. All right. God bless you, John. You're welcome to stay on. And uh, uh, or if you have to leave, that's cool. Mary, uh, Mary yes. was very, very burdened over Sacramento. So quickly, share us the situation so we can um, pray for you. Uh, I know God answered our prayers already. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Share. Definitely. So, uh, so uh, the situation with the um, with Stephon Clark has turned Sacramento into a pretty. Uh, it's changed us. It's put a change and a stress on the city that's very, very uh, clear. On the same hand, I can see that he has placed leadership here that is far beyond what, I mean, it could have been every, so many things could be so much worse if the leaders like our mayor uh, and some of the religious leaders, you know, clergy, church leaders and stuff like that have not just exercised restraint. And uh, the I was at the pro, I've been going to the protests as a, a prayer guard, just praying and praying for peace. And I was there when the woman got hit by the car, and uh, that could have turned into. I mean, the the situation was such that it could have been a riot easily, but God just you know there was just something else. There was I believe it was the Holy Spirit just not allowing it to happen, and. Um, 
Now I'm hearing that the groups that are protesting are meeting for prayer after their group, after their meeting, after their rallies and marches, that they're meeting for prayer and asking God for strategy. I've been invited to a couple of those meetings. I have not yet felt the freedom to go um, for because I don't want to be involved in the politics of it, but I'm, I need God's wisdom in that. And um, so the situation is going to, uh, after the situation within the next two weeks is going to be, is critical because that's when they're going to release from the DA if they're going to uh, have charges. That's every day they're at the DA's office saying that they need to have charges against these police officers. So it's a very tense time in our city, but I can see that God is, answering prayer here. I see the leader that's in place is for, is, whether he knows it or not, he is fulfilling God's purpose with restraint. I, uh, there's people from all over the world that are now coming to Sacramento because of the, the way that it happened. It was in his backyard, other things like that. It's, there's a lot of focus coming here. So my prayer is that God's will will be done, that uh, personally that I will have the personal strength, physical, emotionally, spiritually to just continue doing what God has me to do right now and to connect me with the right people and that he wants me to be connected with and uh, just wisdom for me, but really for the city, just pray for the peace of Sacramento. You know, our history shows that we, that there's the summit buttes. I don't know if you know about those, the Sutter buttes that are surrounding the eastern side of Sacramento. They were, they were, they're a geological phenomenon and uh, basically it was a volcano a small lake from that area. The things that are there are volcanic. And I've been seeing that Sacramento is like a volcano getting ready to erupt. So it can be erupting for peace in the Lord or it can be erupting for evil. And it's, I just, that's all I can really say on that matter. Ben Medell, would you like to, to pray for this? Pray that the Lord takes what Satan is used for evil and turn it around for good. And then after you pray for that, I want you to share a brief update of whatever you feel comfortable sharing about, um, and we'll pray for you and your mother, I mean, well, your family. Well, Father, we thank you that the process of the volcano is still unveiling revelation. And I thank you that recently I have seen a man that you have called into the discovery of life that emerges from the volcano Mm -hmm. and that in the earth, uh, the unknown you have made known. Mm. And that Mm -hmm. just declaring an unknowing process, we just come into the knowing now and say thank you that life is emerging from the volcano, from that which is erupting. When it erupts, it brings forth life and not death. We thank you that this life is so powerful, so glorious, like the the resurrection of Jesus Christ, calling death into life, calling those that were asleep in the ground, that at that appointed time that Jesus was resurrected on the third day, that those that were asleep in the grave came to life. And we thank you that the volcano is like that. Life emerges in the destruction and the glorious power. And we thank you that this is resurrection power. Life Mm -hmm. is emerging. And so in the midst of this, just as Ted, the word that he expressed and announced is that you work everything out for your good, for the good of those who were called to your purpose. And so we just acknowledge for these people who were caught in the midst of this, that the resurrection glorious power of Jesus emerges in Sacramento, in Southern Buttes. Life has been emerging. For nations have come, as you put the tribes there, nations have come and they begin to live in the land. And now, Father, but only by your grace and mercy can nations who do not even speak the same language, even believe the same way, be called into a liberation of resurrection power and glory. 
Jesus declaration that when you know the truth, the truth will set you free, free from the divisiveness of Satan and the sin of humanity. We thank you, Father, that when Jesus is lifted up, he will draw all people unto him. And we thank you, Father, for this glorious time, that you will take this wrong and make it right. We thank you that you have power over death power over the lie and deception of discrimination over racism. It's not even that. It is a spirit of antichrist, and we thank you that you have defeated that spirit, and we rejoice in it in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For your peace. I, I just want to take a, a, a moment to just bless these two young people. I, I received, Carol and I received an invitation to this wedding. And uh, this is Marcus and Joni Lamb's daughter, and uh, Miles and Catherine's son, Jonathan, going to be married. And so, Father, uh, this is a miracle. And I thank you that two people who didn't know each other you invited in an introduction. And in that introduction, you introduced a wedding. And so, Father, we just bless Jonathan and Rebecca. We ask, Father, that your blessing will sustain their marriage, that you will go before them and bless them in all eternity. We thank you for these families, uh, these parents of these two who have grown up and been growing up in your word, under your word. Uh, Your word is living in them, and we thank you for your favor, for your Mm -hmm. blessing upon their day. In Jesus' mighty name, we just bless Jonathan and Rebecca and the Lamb family and the Weiss family. Oh, Creator, what a blessing this is. And we just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now, my, my mom, uh, I, was re- I was reflecting about my mom, and I sent a picture to Ted just to say, uh, to tell him thank you. Uh, there's a picture of my mom and Nancy and Joan Swallow and Carol and somebody else. Uh, but I was looking at this picture, and, and I just saw these beautiful women of God. Uh, I, I was just taking a moment to reflect on it and uh you know it's always a blessing for me to have my mom join us at different time and throughout the years which caused me to look back in 2000 and have my mom a picture of my mom and grant smith and uh and kneeling before these elders and uh, leading the ecclesia into intercession for the restoration of our tribes and uh, it was it, it's just a powerful moment. And, uh, you know, I was thinking that my family didn't really know who, who their mother was, who their grandmother was in this regard, that she walked in this blessing of bringing restoration to our tribes. And we follow along in that lineage of this blessing. And so, Ted, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Father, I thank you that you are the atonement of our transgression. You are the redeemer, the the, one who restores your eternal purposes in us. And uh, I just remember uh, this word uh, this morning as uh, this brother sends this word to me. I just rejoice in, in this word. I thank you for this word. In Revelations, uh, I can pull this up. This word in Revelation is chapter 7, verse 9. It says, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every tribe, every nation, every people, and every language hmm. before the before the throne and before the Lamb, they were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. I, I just rejoice in that 
we've we've seen this as we partnered up as the churches in the Bay Area. I mean, we couldn't expect just as you were talking about the mayor of Oakland, this uh, Bishop Bob Jackson, you know, just bringing intercession and years. Um, we we know as tribal people, we've been praying for a long time in the land. We've endured the things that many folks have never endured, and we would say as uh, remnants of the tribal people, you would never want to experience this warfare of, of the spirit of Antichrist to, to come against you. But we've had some very anointed and blessed people that our elders passed this down to continue to hope and believe. And uh, tomorrow's my birthday. And the announcement of the weather report is going to rain. And I Mm. thought about it. I've heard Isaiah 55 some years back, I think 2005, and the Holy Spirit just made alive Isaiah 55 as the rain and snow fall from heaven. And... uh, waters the earth and doesn't return, uh, but it gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater, and so is the word of God that goes out of his mouth. It shall not return to him unanswered, but it's going to accomplish what he has spoken it out to do. And for this reason, we, we believe, you know, we believe that when God speaks, that word that he has spoken out into existence, into eternity, is not coming back to him unanswered. And so this is a legacy within our tribal people, our elders, who pass down the word of God, call us into faith, into unity, to believe and to hope for it. In 2000, we saw our tribal nation restored. And for 18 years, we've seen the prosperity and the posterity of wealth and health into our tribes. And this, this is just, uh, you know, this is just encouragement. And this is why I pray and believe for those tribes who are still longing to be restored, to receive their sovereignty, to come back into their land. And I just want to say to you, brothers and sisters, those that have joined us over these years, thank you. And, Father, we thank you. We thank you that no word comes back to you unanswered or void. You speak it out into eternity, and you bring it into existence, just as we're reading Genesis when you said, let there be light, and there was light. We thank you that your word is true. It is glorious. It is powerful. It is everlasting. It is eternal. And so, Father, we bless the tribes. We bless every tongue, every language, every nation, that when they come to you in the, through your son, the protocol of coming to you is through your son, Jesus, and the gift of your spirit. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, and we just bless every tribe, every tongue, every nation, and every language. We thank you that you have protocoled us through your son, through your word, and by your spirit. And we just yes and thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Folks, something incredible. God is just so good. God is so good. Look at what he's doing. Man. I want to read this verse again. This is the Apostle Paul. I read it for John earlier. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you. This is in Corinth. Except Jesus Christ and him crucified, I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom but on God's power. God, you are just so good. And we just come before you, God. We're just overflowed with the reflection of what uh, your death and resurrection were all about. And we just come and ask you to cleanse us and purify us so we can come before you and be vessels be reconnected with you, Lord, 
Lord, we look around us and the world is just lost. They're lost, Lord. Sacramento is lost, Lord. Those, uh, all the all the community that's just great, just grieving, or the mm-hmm. ethnic community just grieving, and, and they can't find their way forward, just filled with hopelessness. They're lost, Lord. And and on the other side, Lord, the leaders, those in authority, the police chief, and those in authority over Sacramento and California, but also our nation. Lord, they don't know the way forward, Father. Lord, Lord, but we just look to you and say, out of this darkness, out of this horrible pain, Jesus, you faced it and you overcame it. And it's more than, Lord, even just the metaphor of it, of resurrection, that we can keep going forward. Lord, that's inspiring. Lord, but we have something so much more than just a metaphor. We have uh, the reality that, Jesus, you rose from the dead. Oh, Lord. Lord, we just ask you, Lord, for the, that your power will be poured out. Lord, even as we pray, Lord, I just, Lord, I thank you for Ben, Lord, and what he represents, mm. the, the original gatekeepers that you put over this land, Lord, that if he shared so eloquently, have gone through a history and a devastation that beyond what we can grasp or imagine, Lord, and nobody we'd want to go through that, Lord. But Jesus volunteered himself. He handed himself over to custody to be put through that. Lord, he knows he can identify with all of that. And he came not with triumphalism, but he came as a servant. He came with weakness. Oh, Lord. And he said, blessed are the poor. And blessed are all those who identify and acknowledge their poverty. Lord, Lord, not because we just get a pat on the back and comfort to get us through, but because he gives us power to be agents of change. Oh, Jesus, we just exalt you. And now our prayer is for miracles. Demonstrate it. Lord, you have been, and now we just ask for more. Lord, I thank you for Ben, and I pray for miraculous power, Lord, to restore Mm -hmm. his family, Lord, and to raise up apostolic voices, Lord, like Grant Smith, like Frank Manuel, who Mm. will preach, Lord, to the First Nations people, Lord, and Lord, Ben Medell, Carol Medell, his children, Julian Medell, heal them, raise them up. Lord, to know their identity. Oh, Father, Lord, you've given us something that is priceless, Lord. Lord, beyond any value. Oh, Oh, Father God. Lord, cleanse us, purify us right now for our fear, Lord, our lack, Mm -hmm. Lord, our fear of failure, our fear of lack, our insecurity when we look around the Bay Area and we see this tremendous, incredible wealth Lord, and we think, who are we? Lord God, we have Jesus. We have your spirit. Help us unlock that and value that, Lord, so we can bring it to the table. We want to see your restoration, your healing. Lord, we speak healing to the the mayor of Sacramento. Yeah. Of Oakland. Lord, to the leaders of the body of Christ, Lord, that they will experience the resurrection Lord, oh, hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise God. Lord, we also bring all those, Lord, that texted in and those who are looking for miracles, Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord, Grace asks for prayer for her husband, Lord, to, to be healed of Parkinson's, Lord. Lord, we oh. just bring her before you right now. Lord, I bring my friend Christian before you, Lord. Um Lord, all those that are seeking need, Lord, Lord, those who need Tim, Lord, I pray for Tim, Lord, that his marriage will be healed, that his son will be healed, Lord. Lord, I pray for South County. Lord, I pray for Rhonda, Lord. Lord, bless her, Lord. I pray for Debbie. I pray for Lana, Lord. Avis, 
Lord, I pray for my family, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Debbie, why don't you pray, and then Nancy, why don't you close us out? All right. Debbie and then Nancy. Okay. Dan, Father, we thank you for this great opportunity to join together as your sons and your daughters. As we link arms together around the mighty throne of grace, mercy, and love. And God, as I sit here and I listen to every prayer, every testimony, everything that's shared, I hear humility, God. And humility comes from you. God, I hear it so strong in Pastor Ben. As they talked about us, Mother, as they talked about the First Nation, humility, being humble, and that's your word, God. That we are humble before you, you would exhaust us in due time, God. God, we thank you for the humility that the Mama Nancy, Hello, and Mary, and Pastor Ted, and Mama and Daddy. Oh, God, we thank you, God, that we must be humble before you, God. So that we can do thus, said the Lord. We can go into the second minute and declare evil to be gone. Mm-hmm. We can stand on the stairs of City Hall and Auckland and declare the city belongs to God. And for the devil to take his hand off of Auckland, we declare in the name of Jesus that your assignment is over. Hallelujah. We can declare in the name of Jesus on top of the mountain, looking over the Bay Area, declare, God, that this city belongs to you. From Sacramento all the way down to San, um, San Diego. Thank you, Lord. And every city adjacent to it, Close to it, around it, belongs to the Lord. And when this happens, as transformation takes place from one to another, oh, God, then it goes to every state. And there, God, before we know, we can look at, and we're going to see that the nations have been transformed. And God, we thank you right now. We thank you right now for the humility that starts the ball rolling, God. In the name of Jesus. And God, how we give you praise and we give you honor because we will not allow any rock to cry out for us. We give you honor and glory in the name of Jesus. Thank God and amen. Amen. Father, Father God, as we take this time to close and as we look at the barrier, yes, but we've also seen that it's bigger than the barrier. As I listen to the prayers and I I listen to Ben and I, thought about my nephew who had been killed up in Sacramento and thought of the young man so that we we can get it. We get an understanding. I was in South Carolina where the young man actually walked in the church and killed people. Mm. And then where there were so many other things where the men were running and shot in the back. And I was thinking about the nation, and I was thinking about my going through Chicago and all of the things that are going on there. That this is truly one nation. One nation. That's what it was with the 
original people and that you've brought and that you've allowed people to come in here. And I really have been looking at the word and you said, and we've been looking at raising up Easter, but you said you were coming back. You're coming again as surely as you rose. You're coming back. And you're coming back for your bride. And so, Lord, the whole bride, the whole bride. So as we gather together, this this little number that seems a few in number to us. But we've learned a long time ago, we don't know how to count as you did, as you do. One can put a thousand, two put ten thousand. We don't know what it is to the third power and the fourth power and on and on. But we know algebraically how it works. So we gather together Your love has brought this little group. I don't know every person that's on this line, but your love is the common denominator that has brought us together as this little group that's enlarging our vision so that we can get a better understanding of what's going on. And so, Lord, we don't want to feel any greater, any better than South Carolina, Mississippi, or Alabama, or any place else. It's all the same. We can get killed in church in South Carolina, but we can get killed in our backyard in Sacramento, the capital of California. We can get killed over at one of our special uh, young people learning brand new things over at YouTube in Daly City as part of San Francisco. Yes, our hearts break, but at the same time, my heart leaps for joy. Because I know you are doing great things. And we all come under this beloved curtain. That's love that you have spread over us. That the arms that you have spread is love for every one of us. And you're drawing us. You're drawing Mary, you're drawing Ted, you're drawing Debbie, you're drawing Ben, you're drawing, you brought us together today. We wouldn't be here this Thursday noon unless you've drawn us. The the new young man we met today, John, you've drawn us from all different parts. And why you want us to pray for ourselves, you want us to get bigger, get larger, stretch out. The whole earth is the Lord's right now and the fullness thereof. Whole earth is crying out. And I've just seen God said when this word has been preached to every nation, so we call out for nations. Nations. And yes, the young woman Rhonda, I'm remembering she's on here today. And I don't want to miss anybody, but I'm not I can't remember all names. But we call out. It's bigger than us. It's nationwide. That's why people are running from nation to nation right now. Because it's time. Because Jesus will return. He didn't just rise and go back. As surely as he rose, he'll be returning. That's what Ted is talking about today. So we reach out in the name of Jesus. That's why the horn, that's why Albert Blue, he understands that. He's calling them not just from right here, 
nations today. We look little to ourselves, but he said, what I've done you can do. Ask me for the nations. And we do. We do. We don't want to forget he's a big God. He doesn't want us to forget it. There's no place where he is not. And he is saying, that's what we're to do. It's harvest time and we know it. And oh, yes, the harvest is ripe. And so he's getting us ready. I tell you, I tell you, and we feel it, we know it. Just about the time we settle and say it's in one place, we find that it jumps up in another, and it jumps up in another, and on and on and on. So, God, we thank you that you've made us one of the laborers. We're laborers with one another at this time. What a time to be alive. I'm telling you to rejoice. I'm saying rejoice. This is our time. We're going to keep praying. It's amazing what God said, what faith, prayer with faith can do. It answers every question. There are no questions that cannot be answered with prayer mixed with faith. So I'm so glad today. I'm so glad that I heard everybody. I'm so glad that God hears everybody. I'm so glad that he has joined us together as one. I'm so glad for his love that is covering every one of us right now. I'm glad about it. I'm so glad about it, Ben. I'm so glad about it. And I'm so thankful about it. So I bless everyone. As we go off, we don't stop praying. We say, God, speak through me. Pray through me, Holy Spirit. Pray through me. So I'm thanking you, Lord, for all that you're doing. Oh, yes. He told us these perilous times would come. But he said we're bigger than the perilous times. When we call on the one who is always there. I'm thankful today. I'm thankful today, Ted. I'm thankful. So everybody, go out. Go rejoicing. Go rejoicing. Go thanking. Go calling. Ask God to even increase your faith. Get your prayer time together better than ever before. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, and thank God. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you all. All right. We recorded this. If you're blessed by this recording, share it with somebody else. All right. Let's keep pushing forward. God is moving in incredible ways in the Bay Area. All right. God bless you all. Thank you. Amen.